Here's an article from the journal Nature, which is one of the most like top-rated journals that are out there, uh, high-impact journal. And it says, De Novo Evolution of Macroscopic Multicellularity. So what the hell does that mean? Well, what it means is actually right here at Georgia Tech, right down the road, they're, what they're doing is an experiment. And they have essentially created life from almost nothing. That's what this essentially means. And it says, if you read over here, it says, after 600 rounds of selection, a snowflake yeast in the anaerobic treatment group evolved to be macroscopic, becoming two times, 10 to the fourth times larger, and about two to the fourth times four more physically tough while retaining clonal multicellular life cycle. So what that means is, what, what they're trying to figure out is how did life start on this planet, right? So I, and I, and I appreciate the thought process of trying to figure this out, but what they essentially did is they took unicellular organisms and they changed the environment of the unicellular organisms to make them work cooperatively and together and created a whole new thing. I don't know about you, but I'm not comfortable with this kind of stuff. Uh, back in the late 90s, I don't know if you remember this, um, but you're probably all kind of young. <laughs> um, but back in the late 90s is when they first cloned. Uh, I never forget one of my favorite, favorite, favorite chiropractors ever, 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 Dr. Dick Santo. Um, he was a DE speaker, an amazing chiropractor, and he practiced maybe 10 miles from my office when I was practicing in New Jersey uh, and became a major influence in my life. Dr. Dick Santo from the stage said, they cloned a sheep in Ireland. This is the beginning of a very dark time in science. Because once you can clone a sheep, you can clone pretty much anything. <clears throat> so I read something like this, and I, even though I definitely appreciate the scientific wherewithal and endeavor and ability, the problem isn't what they do here at Georgia Tech, because I admire Georgia Tech very much. Their problem is, once this is created as a technology, what's going to happen afterwards? Right, the accessibility. And then who is going to get this? You know, what, you know, maybe the people at Georgia Tech are honest and moral and have integrity and ethics, but I don't think everybody else does. And then a few days later, I saw this. This is a, this is a, a I don't know how this even came to my horizon, but from the National Academies of Sciences, which is one of the top science institutes in the country, they're doing, last week they had a, uh, a workshop called In Vitro Derived Human Gametes as Reproductive Technology. So what does that mean? Well, what that means is they, instead of saying that in order for species to propagate and reproduce, you need an egg and a sperm. They figured out a way to get any particular cell to do this. So you can take a skin cell, you can take a hair cell and turn it into a gamete and then match it with another gamete from another non-gamete derived cell and create human life out of this or create some kind of life out of this. That scares the dickens out of me because 
what I see happening in this kind of situation is if you can if you can take like if you look at one thing you're taking de novo which, which means brand new the word de novo like this is from the nature article that means brand new de novo never happened before so you take de novo evolution from a microscopic cell and turn it into something macroscopic and then you combine it with what they're now calling IVG, in vitro gametogenesis. So instead of IVF for in vitro fertilization, it's now IVG. So you take this and then I'm looking here, like this is from the New Yorker recently, the future of fertility, a new crop of biotech stars want to revolutionize human reproduction. So what they're saying in this article is if you're having trouble with IVF, well, IVG is the next concept. And then this article here from the journal Nature Biotechnology is talking about intellectual property and assistive reproductive technology. And look at what this dude from Stanford University said. Stanford, one of the top universities in the world. Stanford bioethicist. Henry Greeley predicts that a large proportion of human pregnancies, even perhaps 90% in the United States, will one day result from in vitro gametogenesis. Wow. So how many of you guys have seen Matrix? Do you remember Matrix? Woo! Right? So now we're talking scary where you, where, you, know, you go into this room uh, and you have all these cloned babies sitting around. And my fear with that is in whose hands will these babies go, right? In whose hands will these babies go? So the, to, to me, the number one, okay. We'll be talking about pregnancy in a little bit, which is why I brought this up. But if there's, What I've seen over the years is if people come into our practices with fertility issues by getting them adjusted, changing what they're eating, changing other things maybe in their environment that might be neurotoxic, we can see an increase in fertility. So just as an example, a couple of months ago, mama, a, a, mom, a person comes in, um, never been pregnant before, and she said, um, uh, I'm, we've been trying for six months, my husband and I got married recently, we got tried for six months, and it's not working, and we were, we're infertile, so we, we but, but thankfully, rather than going to, you know, going to uh, in vitro, we're, we're, we want to try natural first. And I said, how long have you been trying? She said, six months. And here's a really key question you've got to ask. So write this down as dollars and remember this. Were you on <clears throat> contraception? Yes. How long were you on contraception for? 15 years. Okay. And how long have you been trying to get pregnant? Six months. And when did you stop this? 
contraception six months ago. All right. It takes a minimum of six months to undo the damage of years and years and years of taking contraception. And this is not the first time this happened. This is probably the 30th, 50th time I've seen the exact same kind of thing. According to the, to the research, infertility occurs after one year of not being able to produce a baby, not after six months. But everybody's just jumping on it and they're like, There's a couple months of, of trying and it's not working, they're saying they're infertile. I'm like, you gotta understand that, and I've, once again, I've had this conversation a million times, you gotta understand that it takes a good four to six months just for your body to kind of get back in order. And I also hear this a lot, they're like, well, but no, I instantly, as soon as I stopped taking it, I started having a cycle. That's true, but it's not a full cycle. She said, no, no, it was a full cycle. I mean, no, 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 no. It might have appeared like a full cycle. You might have all the signs and symptoms of a full cycle, but your body was not figuring it out yet. Right? So you might have released whatever, but you didn't have a normal egg coming out of that, that cycle. Because I just, and I, this is what I said there. I said, and I say this to every single person like this. Imagine you had a car sitting in your garage for 15 years. Even though it was filled with gas and everything else is good, right? And you turned it on. It might start, but would it run really good the first time you started? If you haven't started it for 15 years, you think it would work as good as if it was running yesterday? Right? So this is the, the issue, is that infertility is becoming a giant issue in the country and in the world, not just here. It's all over the world. And there are people out there, just like if you've heard in the past, there are some doctors and scientists out there who want a 100% C-section rate because it would be safer. There's also doctors out there saying, we want to see 90% of the pregnancies be this IVG, so we can, and why? Because so we can control the destiny of that child, right? And I think what we really need to do is to understand that chiropractic is, we're, we're the, are we the only sane people? Because that's what it feels like you know, to me.